Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Eight zero. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Joseph Pinion on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Double B's. Double B's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas for over the last 60 plus years. An Arkansas company for Arkansans. Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. And now, here's Joseph Pinion. Joe, how are you tonight? Good, how y'all doing? We're doing great. Hey, are are you a basketball junkie? Somewhat, yeah. Yes, okay. Sir. Are are you where you've got a TV on right now? Are you going to watch this double header tonight, Michigan State and uh, Duke, and then Kentucky and Kansas? Oh no, but I'll get on that. I didn't even know they played tonight. I'm definitely wow. going to watch that for sure. So ESPN, ESPN, and okay, and these are right. I'll be on that. Okay, so when you watch games like that, since you're a basketball junkie. Do you just watch because you enjoy watching the game, or two of your future opponents are here tonight? Do you watch to see what they're doing that might help you? Uh, definitely, I definitely try and whenever I watch my opponents live, I always try and look at like what their tendencies are. You know, I, I try, I really try to observe the plays they run and how they like how hard they cut, like how hard they do everything on the court. I just really try and observe that to see uh, how so they it, are. So when you watch Duke tonight, you'll watch that. I mean, it, I know it's a long way off now, a couple of weeks, but pretty big deal. It's the first time they've ever come to Bud Walton. You think that's a big deal? Uh, I mean, I guess it's a big deal because of, <laughs> you know, the history. But, you know, it's just another game, I feel like. Just another game. Just I love same, it. Same as Old Dominion, huh? I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> No fear, right, Joseph? No fear. Yeah, never that. No fear. Now, yeah. so if, if you could change the NCAA rules, you know, they have designated hitter in baseball. After watching the Razorbacks last night, do you think they should have a designated free throw shooter and let you be it? Uh, but now, Rick, whoa, Rick, you jinxed him. <laughs> I did? You yeah, jinxed you him. Jinxed I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, if you if you have a career of ninety five percent, it's going to be okay. Yeah, I can live with that. I guess yeah. I wanted a hundred though, as long as I could take it. I know. Well, you had it longer than who else ever had it for a whole season. That's pretty good. He was just rolling right along until you jinxed him. I know. Gee. Now I believe in that. Now, right? okay, you play him one game at a time, and it, you really don't matter the opponents. But Joseph, look at this, or you know this. You're getting ready to play a very good UNC Greensboro team. But then you take off for the Bahamas, and you get to line them up, so to speak. You're going to play Stanford first, depending upon that outcome. You'll either play Memphis or Michigan, and then it really gets cloudy after that because it could be North Carolina, it could be Villanova, it could be Texas Tech, it could be Northern Iowa. I mean, it could be any of those combinations uh, to come up with an opponent, but don't you get a little excited thinking? And Rick mentioned on uh, Wednesday at uh, 8.15, Duke comes to town. I mean, that gets my Ooh, adrenaline flowing, does it not? I mean, you know, I'm going to be, it's going to be for sure one of the best environments to be a part of. But, you know, game-wise, it's still, it's still just another game. 
<laughs> well, you have to look at it that way, don't you? Because you, the, one of the things in sports that you thrive on is trying to be consistent. For sure. Uh, you know, I really try to be just consistent in everything I do. Never, like, try and overlook an opponent for anything. You know, that's how teams get beat. You know, a lot of teams have been upset already just because they overlook an opponent. Do you know what day you travel to the Bahamas? Or will you be on the road next Monday? We're going to miss you. For Tuesday. Uh, yeah, well, of course, by oh, by Tuesday you'll definitely be gone. We'll probably miss you. So why don't we ask you tonight, do you get any free time with Coach Musselman on a trip like this? Can you enjoy being in the Bahamas? Oh, definitely. You know, we're definitely going to enjoy the Bahamas the first day. More than likely, maybe a little bit the second day. But as soon as it's the third day, you know, we're straight to business. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it last year he had you, like, practice on the beach somewhere? Uh, yeah, we did. We did a little walkthrough on the beach, and uh, we did it in. Uh, we did it overseas. And, um, I think it was Valencia. Oh, we did it there. Wow, is it pretty hard to dribble on sand? Yeah, we tried to cut that part out. It was a little <laughs> difficult to dribble. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Don't disappear, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking him all the hard questions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number one: Did you practice today, Joseph? Uh, no, we didn't practice today. We just you, had a walkthrough. Okay. We had a walkthrough and uh, filming yesterday, and we started on our next opponent. So, what did what were the points of emphasis today by Coach Musselman? Uh, definitely the transition defense. <laughs> And then our transition offense, you know, we scored a lot of points in the last couple of games, but we haven't even been, you know, really pushing it at the pace you want to play at. We've been scoring like 80, 190 games. But, you know, we feel like we could be higher. Because last game, we only scored nine points in transition. He preached about it in the pregame, at least on radio. And then he, he preached about rebounding and Obviously, both areas. Uh, there was a short fall last night uh, in terms of protecting that three-point line and then hitting those boards. Uh, is there things that you, as an individual player, I mean, I'm sure you go through drills and everything else, but is there anything that, as an individual player, you can work on to help improve? Uh, the quality of defense that Coach Musselman wants you to play? Uh, definitely just, you know, just like assisting game, knowing your personnel and who you're more than likely going to be guarding. Uh, you know, just figuring out everything you can about that person and those people on the team just really helps mainly. Very good. Well, do you like this stage of the year where you're playing a couple games every week sometimes and you go to a tournament, you're going to play three games down there, do you, do you, or do you like a lot of practice time in between? I, uh, I like the way it's set up right now, you know, two games a week. And then, you know, we got the three game coming up, so that'll be a fun experience uh, just seeing, you know, where we rank against some of the, uh, a lot of the uh, supposed to be higher competition, you know. Mm-hmm. How how hard is it to keep up when you're practicing so much and playing so much with academics? Uh, I always make time to make sure that I get my schoolwork done. I feel like it's not it's not it's not as hard as people would think. So you know, I just feel like it's never really been a problem for me personally. When do you do it? Uh, you know, just after practice, just get it all done. And sometimes we have study hall that we had to go to. Like I had to go to it at eleven o'clock this morning. Yeah, I was in study hall to get my work finished. Okay, so study hall, after practice, and you practice. Do you guys have any kind of a social life during the season? <laughs> no, nah, not much of it. Well, I, again, it is a commitment that you have to make. Oh, I, th yeah. I think you That's know right. that going in, obviously. So it is something that uh, you just have to say, this is the life that I'm going to live for these this amount of time, and that's what I've committed to. That's what I'm, I'm going to do. So, but but think of the social life you do have. Every now and then, you know, two or three times a week, you get to hang out with nineteen thousand people. That's pretty good social life. Definitely, you know, that's, that's you know, that's a lot. Nineteen thousand of your best friends. Yeah. All in a few 
And do you have any best friends that like sit in the student section and and give you grief during the game? <laughs> nah, but my manager, uh, the managers on the team, they really they're under the goal just talking to us the whole game. And really? really have, whenever I miss, just having conversations with those guys, have like a free throw or something. While you're getting ready to shoot a free throw, they're talking to you. No, 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 no. They're like whatever the other team or is talking oh. uh, shooting a free throw. I like walk by the goal. I do my best to walk by the goal, and I just sort of stay a little so hurt at me a little bit. <laughs> what is after the game is over? Coach Musselman will come in and he'll address the team. Before the game, he's real animated, and he's always got some little gimmick to get you fired up. But what is he like after the game? After the game, well, it depends on how it goes. Uh, you know, uh, win. You know, any type of win, we're always celebrating again. We're happy. Uh, loss. You know, it's kind of a little angry after the game. That's a little. Uh, you know, it's a little different from. We don't experience that very much, but when we do, uh, it's really, really something. What are you seeing right now, Joseph, in this next matchup? Have you had a chance to look closely at UNC Greensboro yet? Uh, yeah, we looked at the. We did a little overview of their team today. You know, we walked over a couple of the plays, looked at personnel. Uh, you know, I feel like we match up well with this team. I feel like, you know, they have two really good guards uh, on the other team, the point guards, the brothers, uh, Langley brothers. You know, those are two people that we're really uh, game planning for. We're really looking out for those guys. Uh, you know, we learned a lot about them today. And, you know, it's still the same team from last year who yeah. really uh, – they really came in here, you know, they were up at halftime. We were having, they were giving us shit. We were having problems with them. So at least you know to respect them. As it, you, I know it's just another game, but at least this, it doesn't matter what it says on the front of their jersey. you got to respect the team like that, don't you? 100%. You know, there's a lot of teams like that. But you just gotta, it doesn't matter what it says on their jersey. They can hoop, too. Joseph, how difficult was the matchup like last night? I mean, that at one point, uh, the tallest player that Old Dominion had on the floor was six foot seven, and they had those quick guards. It, and this was something Coach Musselman again talking about the transition defense. Do you think that's the kind of team that is going to give Arkansas this this team this year kind of fits? because of their speed and because of their athleticism? Because you had thought with the size that Arkansas has that uh, they could have easily dominated Old Dominion, but that speed proved to be pretty effective and the fact that I think they 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 went in that zone in the second half where it seemed like every three-pointer they threw up was finding the bottom of the basket. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I feel like We'll definitely, I don't think a team like that will give us trouble at all. Because, you know, they're quick, they're fast, but, you know, we're quick and fast, too. Uh, you know, it's definitely been addressed. And I feel like the next time we're in that situation, you know, we'll respond better. Uh, I feel like we just got, like, hit in the mouth with it. We weren't expecting to, like, see how fast and, like, how hard they were running. But I feel like next time we'll be able to, next team that does something like that, we'll be able to be ready for it for sure. And, you know, yeah, they were hitting a lot of tough contested shots yesterday. Um, you know, they were just hitting a lot of shots. Um, I think, you know, it happens sometimes. Sometimes teams get hot, and, you know, you just got to you just gotta perform on both sides of the ball at all the times, whenever something like that's going on. Well, they definitely got hot beyond the three-point line, and it seemed like every time, especially in the second half, you'd run the lead out to ten points. Next thing you know, they go on a run, and it's down to three points. So um, They didn't quit at all? No, they didn't back off at all. Um, how are you seeing your role now with this team? Where 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 do you see Joe's opinion fitting in? Uh, you know, I just feel like I just play my whatever the team needs me to do. If they need to hit a shot, I can go. You know, they can put me in. If they need someone to play defense, I just feel like I'll do whatever coach asks. Uh, whatever needs to be done, I'll go do it. Wow. So you're saying if they need somebody to play defense, and, and so we're assuming you feel a lot better about your defense than maybe you did at this time a year ago. Definitely, 100%. And why is that? Uh, I just feel like more, uh, I just trust myself more. I feel like 
I have more experience than I did. Uh, just the body of work that I've done for sure over the years. I just feel like uh, I'm more prepared now. I think number one, as much as anything, Rick, Joseph is healthy. Mm. And uh, he had that knee issue that he battled. And uh, he looks back to me, looks good good to me. And he's kind of filled out a little bit. You can tell he put a little bit of time in the in the weight room. Talk about talk about Makai's game last night. Wow, fifteen and uh, was it ten? Ten mm-hmm. rebounds. Yeah, I mean that's a heck of a game. Quite a double I mean, double last night for Mitchell. Yeah, you know I feel like he could he could do that every game if he really just wanted to. So he was running hard. He was making the right reads. You know he was six or seven on field goals. He only missed one shot. Like that's really that's really good for Kai. Uh, to be able to be that efficient, get that many boys, protect the paint like he did, you know, that would be really huge for us. Well, the other thing that I I was uh, very pleased about was, even though he did miss a couple, but he was three from three of five from the free throw line, and seemed like he struggled there last year. Um, and then so Devo. He missed too, Randy. Does that mean we jinxed him too? I don't think you talked about him. Okay. All right. I, I don't think you... Kingston. Okay, good. Um, but uh, Devo, that had to be his best game so far this season. And the impressive thing about Devo, Joseph, he's not turning the ball over. He has yet no. to make a turnover. Okay, here I did it. I, I did yeah. it, Rick. No. That's your turn to If he has one next game, I'll be the blame. I'll be the reason. But uh, he had, I mean, when you go across his his uh, box score, 6 of 11 from the field, 1 of 4 from the three-point line. He must struggle at the free-throw stripe. 3 of 6, 5 rebounds. I forgot he fouled out. Uh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, 16 points, 2 assists, 1 steal. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's really huge for us because, you know, one of the main things that uh, one of the few, very few problems with Devo was his turnovers. So you know, I feel like him like not being able, him not turning it over just makes it. You know, it really shows how more mature he's gotten, how much uh, better with the ball he's gotten, his decision making has gotten better. You know, just all around improvements for him for sure. And you know, he's put in a lot of work, so it just really shows. Okay, well, let's get this question out of the way because we got you all season. Since supposedly I jinxed you, and supposedly Mitchell's not jinxed, are you superstitious? Nah. <laughs> no. No? Nah, Is that right? No. Nah, oh, no. Nah. Good for you. So you don't, like, put on the same sock the same way, or you have to do something the same way. Now, that can be more of a pattern than superstition, but is there anything that you do every game to, the same way? Well, I guess, yeah. I do. I do one thing. I, uh, so before the game, I have four pieces of gum throughout the game. So two in the first half, or two before I go in, and then two after normally. So when you're in the game, you got four pieces of gum. Four pieces of gum. Have you ever bit your tongue during a game? No, nah, no. Nah, I mean, it just is a way to. I feel like I lock in. So you're really a good. Point. You're really a good chewer. You've never bit your tongue when you chewed gum. I haven't bit my tongue yet. I don't think wow. we're on that though. <laughs> That's good. Okay, what what is your pregame ritual? Do you have a certain meal that you eat? Do you? Uh, no. no, I don't have a pregame ritual. Uh, I really the only ritual I have really is just I get to the gym really early, get up a bunch of shots. Uh, just I just get up a bunch of shots before the game, basically. Do you listen to any type of music in the in the locker room? Uh, just whatever's on. Really, I'm gonna pay that much attention to. It. I'm trying to look at the. We, we show film before uh, every game. They're in the locker room. I just watch the film. I'll be zoned out. I hope you don't have any TVs in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> With Polar Express, no. <laughs> Polar Express, no. no. <laughs> uh, okay, that that's mm-hmm. gonna be a joke. We'll have to bear with for a while I I guess but mm. it uh is one that uh is getting old rather quickly. Um 
as a team, as a team, Joseph, how do you feel like, I mean, it, it looks like there's so many of you that are capable of hitting the three-pointer, which last year that was a major struggle. Is that the case? Is that is that kind of how you see it? Because I know Jeremiah Davenport hadn't gotten started yet, bless his heart, but um, Brazil can hit the three. Ellis, obviously, Devo, um, Tremont, Battle for sure. I mean, it looks to be a pretty good three-point shooting team, and including yourself. Uh, yeah, you know, this is really the best three-point shooting team I've definitely been a part of, you know, it's my only second year. But, you know, uh, they everyone really shoots it well. You know, we've definitely done uh, everyone shoots. Every day, everyone's getting shots up. So, you know, it's really just the hard work translating to the game is all it is. Uh, yeah, I just feel like these guys, everyone here is really putting in a lot of work. And, you know, they're seeing it coming to fruition. And, you know, Jeremiah, he just has a guy. Yeah, he gets hot. Is he really a streak shooter as, as he's been described? Yeah, absolutely. He's one of the definitely top. I'd say he's top two on the team for sure. Hmm, Really? So we can expect to see him have a hot Okay. Well, we'll be looking for that. Maybe Friday night, huh? Can you tell the difference, Joseph, between like a Monday night crowd and a Friday night crowd? Is there any difference that you can tell? Showed up, uh, you know, last game, it was lit. Everyone was there. Seats were filled up. You know, it was a really good environment to be a part of. The Friday night games were the exact same way. You know, it was really, really consistent and bud being almost sold out every single game. All right, Joseph, good luck this Friday night against UNC Greensboro. We look forward to talking with you. Well, let's see, you'll be in the Bahamas, though. Yeah, this might be two weeks. Yeah, yeah. it'll be a couple Have a good weeks. Thanksgiving, too. Absolutely. Thank you, Joseph. Everybody, it's John Neighbors. Listen every day at Out of Bounds to hear what Joe and I have to say about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansans with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Find them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier or online at WhitDavis.com. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, Grant Westmoreland in Sheridan, or Sam Eklund in Star City. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. 
Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months. And River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Marmel at their huge new showroom on Marmel Boulevard just off 430. Struggling with a gambling problem? The cost may vary by individuals throughout the year, and it affects the family during the holidays. Concerned about your own or someone else's gambling addiction and would like free help? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Arkansas Problem Gambling. Join me, John Neighbors, and Freaky Joe Franklin live on location at Twin Peaks this Friday from 1 to 4. Happy hour starts at 2 with dollar off wine, liquor, cheap shots, and ice cold 29 degree draft brews. Select apps are just 2, 4, and $6. See you Friday at Twin Peaks. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. He stands six foot six and comes in at 300 pounds. He's from Maumill, and now he's on the offensive line for the Arkansas Razorbacks. It's time to chop it up with Andrew Chambly on Drive Time Sports, presented by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Johnston's Home Center. If we don't have it, you probably don't need it. Andrew, good evening. Good evening. How you doing? Man, it's uh, it's been a rough couple of days. How how's it been on you as a player? Because I I realize that was a very disappointing and difficult game that uh, was played on Saturday afternoon uh, against the Auburn Tigers. Yeah, it was a very disappointing uh, performance that we gave. Uh, no, we we know we needed to come out and start off strong, start off fast, and uh, they just came out and got up early on us and just took it away from us. And uh, but everything, everything's good over here. Uh, just continue to work every day. Did they do something defensively you hadn't seen in the video? Uh, no, I don't think that they really did anything like outstandingly different that we've been watching film. So it was just uh, the matter of fact of just going out and executing. Hmm. You last week. This is the first week I think you had to do this, didn't you? Is is work on both sides of the ball because of an injury? You had to be ready to play right tackle or left tackle. Am I correct in that? Uh, yes, sir. That is correct. And and what was that like in practice for you, having to work at two different positions? Um, it was it wasn't too bad. I mean, um, during practice, uh, I would do some reps at uh, right tackle, and then the next the next rack, I would go to to left side. So. I mean, it, it's just polishing up uh, some things that, you know, I could work on both sides and just uh, being able to be useful to the team and helpful in any way possible. Is there a, is there any kind of a major difference between playing right or left tackle? Um, I would just really say stance, honestly. Um, it kind of feels weird going from a left-handed stance to a right-handed stance, but um, I'll, I'll probably say that's just the biggest thing. What about when you're playing next to somebody different than you're used to playing next to? Because I imagine you've kind of built a camaraderie with whoever the guard is next to you. Uh, yeah, um, it's, it's really not difficult, especially if uh, you're you're really close with your teammates and you know you open your circle up and, and things of that nature. So uh, it's really not that not as difficult as many people might think it is. Okay, you got two games left. But no bowl inside this. So what's what's the motivation for this week and for the rest of the year? I'm um, just uh, finishing strong, you know, um, getting a trying to trying to get a, a win at home and put on a performance at home that that the crowd will love, and uh, just just trying to finish out the year strong. It sounded like on Monday when Coach Pittman had his regular. Uh, noon press conference that he talked about some of the injured, in particular Patrick 
uh, Kudis. It sounds like he may have a chance to play this Saturday. What 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 do you see from Patrick? Um, me me and uh, Kudis have talked, and uh, I, I've told him, you know, make the best decision for you. Uh, don't don't rush anything because we got time. You know, things of things of that nature. So uh, I I really don't know how he's feeling about all that this, uh, or or if he'll play this weekend. So I can't I can't give you any information. Sure. No, I mean it just seemed like with a high ankle sprain, I was really surprised that there was that possibility that he could play on, uh, possibly play on uh, this upcoming Saturday. What have you learned this week, uh, Andrew, about Florida International? What do you, what have you learned about them? Uh, so they're they're a multi multi defense team. Uh, they can run uh, even odd mid. Uh, they have this sprint that we call Panther, where it's like a three down with a three take. Uh, so um, they're they're very flexible on the defensive side. Um, high motor guys on defense, um, and ninety seven is their dude on defense. Any similarity with anybody you've played this year? Um. Uh, I'll probably have to say something. Their defensive structure is kind of like Mississippi State, I guess. It's in that kind of general area of a 3-3 stack with a, a jack uh, as a linebacker. Do they do they blitz as much as Mississippi State did? Uh, no, they're about 21%, I believe. I think Mississippi State was a hundred percent the day. <laughs> yeah, that day <laughs> that you played Arkansas, it seemed like every time I'd see someone from whatever angle uh, coming from different directions, even some corners and safeties, and you name it. They, I mean, they they were blitzing. It seemed like on every every down. Uh, from, I guess this has to be. You just step back and enjoy watching uh this was really since the very first game against western carolina first time that we had a chance to see jacoby criswell what did you think of his play on saturday uh, except to occasion he he came ready he came out and played uh, a good game you know the, the amount of the amount of minutes that he did get on the field i think that uh he produced a a, a great a great um picture for himself so he got baptized in a hurry did he not on his first series he gets sacked yes yes he did <laughs> that's a good way welcome to the game jacoby welcome to the game but how about his 60 yard run what were you thinking when you watched him he, i mean he he was very fast on that yeah, run turned it on and he uh <laughs> actually i thought the uh the play was over because uh, I didn't hear the crowd until like very late, and um, it was a great run. Uh, he he squeezed through that gap and just you know made the most of, out of what he can or what he could. So, and then he didn't waste any time. Next play, through the touchdown pass to Tesla, who who was pretty well covered. That was a well thrown pass, you think? Oh yeah, well thrown. Uh, great catch by Tesla. They'll reposition his body and just go get the ball away. Just a, a, a great, a great operation. All of you know. I'm, I'm. I was just thinking. I don't think Tesla has dropped a pass this year. No, he has not. I no. didn't. Yeah, I didn't think he dropped a pass at all this year. Whatever you throw to him, oh, he's gonna go get it. He's gonna go get it. Mm-hmm. He showed some uh, speed, also. Uh, on the fumble by Rocket, and uh, he and Armstrong tracked down that uh, that defensive back. I guess is the one who came up with the ball, but he showed some uh, some true speed right there. Um, in preparation, and let's I mean for what it's worth, Arkansas is favored by twenty nine and a half coming up uh, this week against Florida International. Do you do you focus on yourself to perform at the highest level, Andrew? Because this should be a victory for Arkansas. 
So is the focus more on yourself and correcting mistakes and not making the same mistakes again? What is the focus going into this game? Uh, definitely uh, just being able to uh, work on yourself and, and hold each other accountable and be be enthusiastic on uh, about playing and, and just taking the field and being in the position that we're in because not everybody gets to do the things that we get to do. So uh, just being able to take everything in fix some things on our own, being able to be coachable, and just go get a dub. You know, next week, we, I don't know if we'll have you on after the season or not. Randy would have to tell me that, but we've got you tonight, we've got you next week. Can you believe this season has two games left? Hmm. Well, I will say it was a it was a quick, long season. A quick, long season. <laughs> How about a definition on that? <laughs> So what we came down to is during the week is very quick, and but like once it comes to the weekends, it starts to slow down, and you know sometimes reality hits. But uh, it, it, it has been a great season overall, just being with the boys, and just connecting and getting connections and things of that nature. So this has been a season of learning for you, has it not? Oh yes, sir, most definitely. What you say? What would you say at this point? Still two games left, but what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far this year? Um, just sometimes you you got to grow up and, and step up and become that guy because you never know what can happen. Because for me, um, Devin got hurt in in uh, fall camp, and I had to step up and you know be that guy for the offensive line to to come up at a young age and be in the position I'm in, so uh, that's, that's probably the biggest lesson I've learned. Speaking with Andrew Chambly, Andrew, you know i got to ask about school and studies. How's, how's that going? Uh, everything's good. Uh, I think the lowest grade I have right now is, is 80, so we're doing pretty good. When is the, when is the semester over? Uh, the semester is over the December the 13th, I believe, is the last day for finals. Last day of tests. Wow. You know, these days, finals used to be dreaded by all students. It seems like a lot of them are taken early, or maybe even some classes don't have finals. Has the week of finals been tough for you? Uh, Sometimes it just depends. Um, I'm usually ready for the week of finals because then that means, you know, we get a break, no more school. So I'm usually ready to take my finals. So, um, but it's usually, it's really, really not that bad. Do you have good retention to where you don't have to absolutely cram everything for your finals? Oh, yeah, I try to, uh, I, I go home every day, do a little bit of schoolwork here and there, so I try to stay on it. After I personally hated day, finals. Yeah, after practice every day, how do you stay awake to study? That, that to me, would be the hardest thing. Oh, it, it definitely is hard, but, um, Definitely after a good meal and a good shower, you know, you're up for a little bit. So um, it, it really just depends on the night. You know, after a hard day of practice, I might be tired and I just might go to sleep. But I try to do some work at least every night. As a whole, Andrew, what's the attitude of the team? Uh, just we're ready to finish the season, you know, come out come out stronger than, than how we, we finished or how we started because um, we know that you know it hasn't been the best season for us, but we know that we we can do a lot more than what we've been doing. So that's the whole mindset for us right now. All right, buddy. Good luck as you take on Florida International. We look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you, Andrew. Yes, sir. Thank you. you have a good one. Andrew Chambly. We will come back. That is Rick and I. We'll come back in a moment and wrap it up. Drive Time Sports will continue. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. 
don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint. Pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. It was super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501 501- 222-8440. 501-222-8440. If you're looking for the best deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you'll find it here in Hot Springs on Central Avenue at Motorsports Authority here with Wild Bill and Magic Mark. These are some fantastic deals, guys. Hey, Magic Mark, tell us about some of these special rigs you got sitting here. We've got cars for every taste. Cars, trucks, SUVs. This is the best selection of inventory we've had in the past two years. More for your trade? Yes. Payments for every budget? Yes. Online at msastore.com. We'll see you at Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. There's a wonderful Christian hymn titled Night with Eben Pinion, which translates as Wings of Darkness. Arkansas Razorback Joseph Pinion is a wing whose perimeter shooting can mean a dark outcome for our opponents. This year's Hog basketball team is loaded for a Final Four run, as Coach Muss builds on his record of success. Here's wishing the Hogs a great season. Double Beast presents Joseph Pinion as he joins Randy and Rick each week on Drive Time Sports. Double Bees is an Arkansas company with 34 locations across the state, helping make Arkansas strong. Looking for a gift? Double Bees has Exxon and Phillips 66 gift cards available. Double Bees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Uh, This from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. LC in Sherwood says, I know y'all will never read my text, but Jake was right. You guys are literally costing us recruits and players with your stupid out-of-touch questions. So I asked LC, I said, yeah, I'll read your message. I always appreciate... What, what questions is he talking about? What, well, that's what he, I'm asking. You're asking you know. the players or... Well, yeah, this is... Uh, it was sent at 6.30. Turn off, turn off recruits by asking the questions we asked Pinion and yeah. Chambly. No, this was before Andrew. This was just after Joe's well, opinion. Well, then, uh, hey, we're open to we're open to suggestion. What questions did we ask that are, would actually turn a recruit off to come to Arkansas to play basketball? What in the world are we asking that would be that? So please don't just be general. If you really have something, let us know. Yeah. What are what are the out of touch questions that you're uh, saying that uh, that would turn off recruits. Yeah. And how many recruits do you think are listening to us? <laughs> but I mean, and maybe they are. Maybe in Arkansas they are. So again, we're <clears throat> we're not beyond criticism and, and suggestion if you can be specific yes, and not please. just say, "Hey, you guys are asking dumb questions." So, yeah. Please, yeah. please. That would just that just be a matter of opinion. But please, Elsie. Be specific. Yeah. And then this from the 479 G's. I don't know. I'm not sure what that means. 
Um, let's see. This is from the 501. I doubt too many recruits are listening to drive time sports, especially the out-of-staters. Yeah. I tend to agree with that. Um, Waldo Mark says, where's Tom? This is his segment. Tom, are you talking about the ghost of Tom? I'm not sure what you're talking about there. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live feedback hog call says, UNC Greensboro plays Vanderbilt tonight at 7 on ESPN+. Plus. So, there you go. Tune in tonight, ESPN+. Plus, if you want to get a quick glance at Arkansas's upcoming opponent on Friday night. Papa Red says, Boss Hog is full of crap. Remind him, Chriswell was sacked when he went in. So I guess that means the O-line doesn't like him either. Again, Boss Hog is full of crap. Uh, from JB, he says, listening to the radio and reading the paper to the outsider, it appear the Hogs have been the top three for wins in the SEC. Since the SEC expansion from 2012, the Hogs are, on, are in 13th out of 14th place in number of wins. Arkansas is 56-79, while Vanderbilt is bringing up the rear by only four games, 52-81. So I hear about all the complaint about where we have fallen from, but how high were we to begin with? <laughs> Kentucky well, has 12 more wins than we do in that same period, yeah. and they are in 12th place for victories. We need to be honest where we came from first. Right right now, and, and this is this is just fact, this is not emotion. Right now, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt are at the bottom of the SEC right now, today. Two years ago that wasn't the case. Two years from now we hope that won't be the case. But right now today, let's let's face it, Arkansas has one SEC win. That was against Florida. They they did not beat a single team in the Western Division this year. So, yeah, that's why uh, another reason why when you say, well, hey, you know, you can go out and get any coach you want. Really? Not exactly. <clears throat> Supposedly there were coaches that looked at Arkansas' situation when Sam Pittman was hired and they had no interest whatsoever. Now, we don't know how many there were. We don't know who they were. We may know one or two, but... Uh, you know, it's it's not. I think people look at. I know the transfer portal has changed to Arkansas, has helped Arkansas, but the rec- recruiting geography for the program and Trey Biddy has addressed this many times, is not favorable, because Arkansas is such a small state. And I know I was talking to uh, this morning when I was on with Bruce James, and Bruce was pointing out that uh, Mississippi has Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Southern Miss, and their population is pretty close to Arkansas. He says it's actually a little less, and it may be. Why are they able to do that? Why do so many fans go to the games? But for whatever reason, Mississippi high school football has produced a whole lot more Division One players than Arkansas football has. Now, I can't speak to why that is. We could have Fitz Hill come on, and he could probably define a lot of that. But that's part of the issue. There's no, I mean, it, it is, I mean, the proof is there. Mississippi outproduces Arkansas, and, and are not both states almost equal in total population? Yeah. You know, Bruce said Arkansas actually has a few more than Mississippi. Okay. And so, and yet they're supporting three programs um, at a higher level. Uh, obviously, uh, there are more than there's more than one program in Arkansas, but Arkansas is the only one at the SEC level. So, um, but you can also say that, and you look at uh, Ole Miss has not won a conference championship since 1963. So you are they playing well right now? Yes, they're good. They've got a heck of a coach, Lane Kiffin, but they haven't won a conference championship since 1963. Now, my math's pretty good. That's 60 years ago. Mississippi State has played in the SEC, and and they haven't played in the SEC championship game. Mississippi State's played in it once. And so it's not like they're just blitzing everybody every week. But at this point, Ole Miss's program today is in better shape than Arkansas's today. 
This from our Azure Record Service Company Life in Feedback. Joe says, do y'all realistically think with what we've seen over the years on Sam's coaching that we have any chance of winning at Oklahoma State and against the SEC schedule we face next year? We'll be having the same discussion in October of 24. It's just not worth spending thousands to go watch this product, and I won't do it again next year. Well, you certainly have that prerogative, and and we need to say up front, we're not uh, people that say, hey, you need to go to the games. We talk about the games. We talk about the players, talk about the coaches. Uh, we're not um, we're not ticket salespeople. So if you want to go, go. If you don't want to go, don't go. I have heard many people in the past say they'll never go to a game again, and they did. So but I'm sure there are some that have said that that haven't gone to any games again, and, and that's okay, too. So uh, at any rate, um, yeah, you think about playing at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was a – how do you figure them out? Um, they lost to South Alabama. Then they won six in a row. Then they not only lost to Central Florida, they lost 45-3. to three. Uh-huh. So we don't know what they're going to be like next year. But, yeah, then you, you the home schedule next year. Didn't they beat Oklahoma at home? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. And then lost to South, Central Florida the next week. The home schedule next year, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, and uh, Tennessee. All four of those teams are capable of coming to Fayetteville and winning. I mean, you figure if BYU can come here and win, if Mississippi State can come here and win, any of those four can come in and win. So the question is, will Arkansas be better equipped to handle that schedule next year? We can say it's not brutal because you don't play Alabama or Georgia, but those are tough games. And then you play at Auburn, at Mississippi State, Texas A&M, and Dallas, and at Missouri. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great question. We don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Texas A&M in the SEC has really hurt Arkansas's recruiting. Can't stress that enough. Yeah, I didn't know that it would. I figured that gives you a chance to play in Texas more frequently, even after the Dallas thing is over or the Arlington thing is over. But A&M... With its amazing resources, yeah, you're, you're Arkansas, and with Texas coming to the SEC, Arkansas will get the players out of Texas, but very few, if any, that either A&M or Texas want, or Oklahoma, for that matter. This from uh, Lee, by way of our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line. Well, I don't have time to read it now. I hear the music, so I'll have to we'll save, save it. it. Save I'll have to save it for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> It made you laugh. We need humor. Yeah, let me let me take a screenshot of that, so I'll have that for tomorrow. All right, for Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty, spay and neuter your pet for the Buzz Radio Network. Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody. Sports. 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 We've got that wood. I got that wood. And much more than you can handle on 1037 The Buzz. KBZ Little Rock. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials 